0: Hello everyone and welcome to Two V's and a pot with me, Izzy the Vegan
1: and me, Ben's Vegan Kitchen.
0: In this podcast, we'll walk you through the landscape of veganism through the eyes of two pretty relatable day-to-day vegans.
1: And over the series, we plan on discussing a wide range of topics that you may have pondered upon whilst being vegan, or even whilst deciding to take the step.
0: We aim to bust the common myths associated with being vegan, as well as bring new ideas to the table.
1: But we won't be doing this alone, oh no. Over the series, we'll be joined by a selection of amazing guests to offer their thoughts, wisdom, and experiences.
0: This week, we're discussing a question that's on every everyone's minds at the moment. How can I be vegan in a non vegan household? or be vegan with non-vegan friends and family.
1: Yeah, it really can be a deciding factor in whether you choose to go vegan or not, especially with a lot of you entering the vegan world for the very first time this Veganuary.
0: We'll be talking about our experiences, as well as pointing out a few easy tips on how to overcome those difficult questions or situations with your friends and family.
1: And later in the episode, we're gonna be quizzing our non-vegan partners about what it's like living with a vegan. And you never know, they may have some useful tips.
0: So obviously, we're both vegans, but we live in a non-vegan world. We're surrounded by a lot of people who aren't vegan in our lives.
1: I think it's actually a really interesting topic. And we're really keen to talk about not only our stories about going vegan in a non-vegan world, as you say, but also how we started and how we dealt with those kind of trials and tribulations that a lot of people are going to experience this month. I think I was kind of lucky enough to be living on my own when I went vegan, which meant, you know, I was doing my own shopping and I could pick and choose what I wanted. But a lot of people aren't. I mean, Izzy, you've been in a relationship now for quite some time and you've been living with your partner who's not vegan. How does that feel and how does that work for you?
0: I was really lucky, actually. Um, My boyfriend's sister was vegan before I was vegan. So he was kind of used to having someone close to him who was vegan so he was very open to the situation. He saw someone else that was vegan, he understood it, he didn't think it was this crazy militant thing where people only eat grass like he he knew what veganism was Um, so that was quite easy and I wasn't living with him at the time we um, went out to a lot of restaurants that had both vegan and non-vegan options so it kind of didn't really impact his life that much so that was really good. I was living at home with my dad at the time and my brother when I first went vegan. And as I discussed in the first episode, I went vegan when I was in America. And then when I came home, I kind of dropped out of it. Um, And I wouldn't say that was because my family put pressure on me to not eat vegan. Um, I think it was more just I... I didn't want to like make my family cook different meals for me. And it was at a stage where I couldn't afford, like I was a student, I couldn't afford to be buying all my own food all the time. And to be honest, I was probably a bit lazy with it as well. So I just I just ate what my dad prepared for me. Um, but no, he no one was negative about it, which was really nice. Um, and to be honest, even if they were, I wouldn't have really let that change change my mind on it. I think it was just because I was I was lazy. But yeah, so I had I had vegan meals every now and then. But it wasn't until I went to uni and lived by myself. I lived in a studio for one of my years, and it wasn't until I did that that I really got into it. Just because I had complete freedom to like the whole fridge was vegan, all the cupboards were vegan and I didn't feel any pressure around me and that's when I really kind of thrived and that's when I really got into veganism. And my friends, they were just like, yeah, it's chill. Like no one really had had an opinion on it.
1: It's, it's a funny one, as you say, you know, when you're finally in your own space and you were able to live the life that you wanted, you can. And I think this is the... This is something that, you know, I think I'll get into when we cover our weekly sort of tips. But, you know, when you're slightly younger, I think a lot of people are now getting into veganism younger and younger. You know, I have people messaging me who are still in school saying, you know, I I want to go vegan, but my mum doesn't want to spend money on what she thinks is expensive. And I don't really know how to cook. Like, what do I do? And it's just, you know, you, you have to be not forceful with it, but you have to be persuasive. You have to convince your friends and family or, you know, as I said, if you're a bit younger and you're living at home... You know convince your parents or whoever whoever you live with to say right let's do one night a week of veganism and you'll see that actually there's so many cheap recipes you've got all your pulses your chickpeas your lentils um, you know very simple diets that you can have like Indian cuisine so easy to make vegan um, you just need to try and convince people that you want to try it and you actually think maybe they should as well too no one's going to lose any sleep going vegan one night a week are they let's be honest
0: yeah exactly i think it is all around that it's so obviously you've made the decision that you want to go vegan and you've kind of educated yourself on that you've done your research you you have a reason why whether it's for the environment whether it's for animals whether it's for your health like you are clearly very passionate about one of those things so it's about kind of it is about educating others around you about that as well so kind of advising them and explaining to them why instead of just saying oh I'm being vegan you've got to really help others around you understand why so then they can they can get on board with you because if they they don't understand why you're doing it and you're suddenly like right I'm not eating all this stuff that you eat and I want different food then they're probably less likely to get on board whereas if you really kind of explain it to them show them why you're passionate about it then they're a lot more likely to get on board
1: yeah for sure and I think there's definitely there's two ways of going about it, as you said but like don't be that militant vegan that is going to turn your friends and family off because that's just not going to help the situation if you've got to be like oh this is what you need to be doing because I'm going to do it and this is what everyone else needs to do they're going to tell you to piss off at the end of the day because I think you know I put myself in the shoes of, of myself from three four years ago and, and I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, I'm not gonna do it because you're telling me to do it. I'm happy to educate myself and learn about it and understand why it's good, but you know, I'm not just gonna do something because you tell me. But look, you know, show them some recipes. There's some amazing recipes that so many people on Instagram make, you know, yourself, myself as as well included in that. You know, take them a take them a little reel, a little video, a little recipe card, whatever, and just say, look, I've picked out five recipes. This is how easy they are to make Let's just make them and let's have some fun with it and just experiment a little bit. It, it it will make your life a lot better.
0: Yeah, I think so. Did you have any um negative responses when you went vegan, or was it all positive? Or uh,
1: I think I can get into the whole macho lifestyle compared to the vegan lifestyle and 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 how that correlates, but. You know, we can probably make a whole episode on that, which I think we will further down the line about (laughs) being being a a male in a a vegan world and and how difficult that is. So I think apart from the obvious, like oh, you know, I still get the odd quips here and there, like oh, you know, we've got nothing for you to eat, but you can always go into the garden and you know graze and stuff like that. (laughs) You've got to just take it on the chin because it's all it's all funny games at the end of the day. Like I don't think anyone really like pushed back with me. I just kind of said, you know, I I was lucky enough to be a little bit older. I think I was 26, 25, 26 at the time. So I was old enough and ugly enough to make my own decision with it all. Um, But yeah, like it still throws up complications. I remember going for dinner to my grandma's house and she was like, yeah, you know, I've I've painstakingly prepared, you know, a, a vegan meal and it involved cheese, fish, and all sorts of other things and
0: oh no yeah
1: um i mean the fish wasn't so bad there was anchovies in the like the pasta sauce which was like store bought as well and i'm like eating around them and things like that like, i'm not going to break my poor grandma's heart bless her she's in no, her no. she's in her 80s but people don't get it like even my dad still sometimes says oh you know you're vegetarian i'm just like no i'm vegan it's different here's how it differentiates now i think he does it on purpose dad if you're listening i'm sure you are um, I know you're doing it to wind me up so all is forgiven uh, but yeah I think everyone's been very supportive and I'm lucky enough to come from a family who are are very happy to try things and, and try new food like I come from a foodie family everyone likes to eat everyone likes to cook mm. so um, I think as long as I was making the food for them they were happy enough to eat it.
0: So if you literally say to your mum and dad or your partner or your housemates or whoever you're living with just offer to cook for them once a week and who's going to turn down like getting cooked for once a week, like yeah, Exactly, and, days. and if
1: you're struggling to convince people that a vegan diet is really easy, you boil pasta and make a tomato sauce. It's vegan. As long as you don't buy egg pasta, you buy any dried pasta, it's vegan. Make a tomato sauce. It's simple. You can make a garlic bread with a baguette with some vegan butter and a bit of garlic. It's not rocket science to make... What is a vegan meal? I think people think there's some like crazy theory going around that, you know, vegan food is all so expensive and it's all ridiculously this and it, it's it's like gastro food and it, it's it's you know bits of a a leaf that you'd never heard of before and like <laughs> you see a jackfruit and you think what the hell is this? Like what is this massive thing with all these weird like strands and beads and all this stuff but you know people will always say oh I've never eaten vegan food before but yeah you have if you've eaten so many simple things you've definitely eaten vegan stuff. As I said, tomato pasta. What more can you say about tomato pasta? It is a vegan, exactly, it's a vegan staple. That is a vegan meal. You've definitely eaten vegan food before. It's not something that's gonna completely, you know, shock your whole system, and you're, you're not gonna die of protein deficiency after one or two vegan meals a week. I assure you. <laughs>
0: But yeah, you were talking about going to your your grandma's and her cooking food for you. So, So it's an interesting topic around like going to family and friends' houses for supper or them coming to yours and that awkwardness of, okay, I'm vegan. No one else is. Do I bring my own food if they're cooking? Or is that rude if I'm like, you're cooking, I'm just going to bring my own. And if they're coming over to yours, you just do a whole vegan menu and things like that. So how have you found that since being vegan, kind of working around that sort of situation?
1: Yeah, I mean, we definitely tend to have people over for dinner more than we would have done before because it is just easier. Like I do, I do feel bad going around to people's houses and being like, oh, you're going to have to make something different that you know suits my needs but at the end of the day if people are your friends they their family if they if they want to have you around you know they're gonna have to make that effort unfortunately um i find it easy just to cook for them and just say look just come around you know or we do like a everyone brings a dish kind of dinner party situation obviously you know covid wise i haven't done that for a long time but it's taxing isn't it at times it is taxing it's it, it's frustrating to you know like my other grandma, whenever we would go out for somewhere to eat, I would be like, "Oh, where do you want to go?" And now she's always like, "Oh, well, I don't know because you're vegan, and I don't know what that is, and I don't know where you eat and what you eat." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Well, we can go anywhere because you know, probably eighty percent of places have at least one vegan option." Um. But now it's it's always on me to be like, "Right, well, I'll pick this place because I know it's fine, and you can eat something, and I can eat something." So things like that. But it kind of comes part parcel of it, doesn't it? Really, at the end of the day, you know, you get used to that level of everything being ever so slightly more complicated.
0: Yeah, and I think it becomes less complicated as your friends and family get used to it as well. So I think at first everyone was kind of like, oh, you, you make the decisions or you decide or you have a look if there's something you can eat. Whereas now my friends will happily take the lead and say, oh, we're going to this restaurant. I've already checked. There's a vegan option for you. Or, for example, if I'm going over to theirs for supper, they'll make kind of a, like I went to a friend's and they had kind of a garlicky chili pasta and they had prawns in it. And then I just brought my own tofu fried it up and put it in there and nice. it was fine. So I didn't have to bring my ho- a whole separate meal. They catered slightly for me and then I chipped in a little bit and then I brought desserts and they were vegan cheesecakes and everyone loved them. And I was like, go vegan then. Yeah, well that's, <laughs> no. that, that, um, that's part yeah. of the
1: fun as well, isn't it? Like, I like making non-vegans eat vegan food because You know, they see my Instagram and they're like, oh, this looks so good. Like, I'd love to try it, but I can't be bothered to make it. So, I mean, my staple, like, my dinner party staple is making a lasagna. Because I'm telling you, my lasagna recipe is amazing. Like, everyone who's eaten it has all said the same thing, which is, if you didn't tell me this was vegan, I would never have known and that for me is the biggest compliment there is. Um there's a lasagna recipe on my Instagram, check it out, little plug, <laughs> little plug, don't mind doing it, but yeah. Um I enjoy doing that. It's not like tricking them. It's just showing people that actually you can eat the
0: same foods Cal said to me that I should make a vegan lasagna because it's something I haven't done yet and he's really desperate to try a vegan lasagna. And now you're chatting about your vegan lasagna recipe. So I will have to have Illuminati a look at that.
1: Illuminati confirmed.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so my, well, I actually live talking about Cal. Um, he's my partner. I live with him and he is not vegan. Um, and I, I do get a lot of people on Instagram, um, whenever I do my ask me or in general, just sending me questions um, about if Cal's vegan. Um, and a lot of them, well, some of them have messaged me and they've been felt really awkward. Um, that They have a partner who's not vegan and they, um, they're not comfortable about it and things like that. But I think it's very much the person you are and what you're happy with. But for me, like obviously I'd love for him to be vegan and I love cooking anyway. So most of the time I do the cooking. So at home, we pretty much eat vegan. He'll just have like a couple token products that he always gets like milk for his tea or tins of tuna for lunch. But apart from that, he eats mostly vegan anyway. Um, And well, he doesn't bring meat into the flat and that was never something I said to him, you're not allowed to do that. I'm not happy for you to do it. It was just kind of, it just happened. And I don't think I'd ever be that person to tell my partner what he can and can't eat. Just because I'm vegan and that's the lifestyle I've chosen, I'm not going to inflect that on other people. Even if I do live with them, it's very much their decision. Um, And I think you do have to be very careful with that because obviously vegan is a lifestyle choice. Um, and not everyone wants to make that lifestyle choice whether they love you or they're your family or whatever I think it's really important just remember that and not feel awkward about oh my partner's not vegan that's really bad I have to force them to be vegan
1: for sure I think if someone if, if someone you know if you live with a partner or you're in a relationship with someone and they really don't understand it like it's not to say that they're not the right person for you but there's got to come you know a level that the person you're with has to be understanding of what it is that are your choices. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you are together, you you spend a lot of time together, you do all this stuff together, you cook, you eat, you sleep, whatever. You do you together. I shouldn't have said <laughs> sleep, I didn't mean like that. I meant like rest.
2: <laughs> I wasn't trying
1: to make this an X rated podcast. Right <laughs> I've gone all flush now, oh look at me. Um, no, what I mean is that there's gotta be that level of um negotiation and like compromise that you know, as you said, you never flat out said don't do it, but obviously you're probably one of the lucky ones where you're with an understanding person and and they support what you do.
0: There's probably a lot of you listening who maybe are vegan or who want to go vegan but are concerned because people around you don't want to and how that dynamic works. But I'm here to tell you 100% works perfectly fine. You can live with non-vegans, you can be in relationships with non-vegans and it's fine. And a lot of the time you'll find it might rub off on them as well. Like A lot of the time, um, cow will happily eat vegan food um, and it is delicious, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of the time it, it may rub off on them as well. So yeah. you never I mean, know.
1: If, it, if it was like cow's birthday, would you ever make him like a steak? Like, would you cook him a steak and be like, "Oh, here you go, babe. Like, here's a here's a steak because it's your birthday."
0: Or... You know what? I don't think I would cook a steak, actually. Um, I'll, I'll cook the trimmings around it and then he'll have to do the actual cooking of the steak. That is where I draw the line. Like, I'm very I'm very chilled in terms of everything. But I don't think I would be able to cook anything that's not vegan for anyone. Even if I know I'm not eating it, I just, I personally would feel not comfortable.
1: Actually, we had this conversation, my partner and I, a, a few weeks ago. I keep going with her my partner. Her name is Tammy. Uh, tomorrow we call her Tammy I'm going to use her by her first name now um, <laughs> we had Tammy's parents around for dinner a few weeks ago and um, they're obviously not vegan they very much eat whatever um, and she said, maybe we should make them some fish so they feel like they're getting like a proper meal and we had like five or six different dishes. It was a whole like palaver of a meal like Tammy cooked most of it and she was cooking like all day you know there was a soup and there was this and that <laughs> wow. and she was like maybe we'll just make some cod or just make some fish and I said like I'm against it. I said they're coming round to our house. I don't want to cook fish in our house if we don't have to firstly, it stinks and that smell mm. is just gonna stick with me and secondly, you know, it's not bad for them to have a, a vegan meal once in a while. And she was like, yeah, but, you know, I think, I think it will be good for them and, uh, you know, maybe they'll enjoy it a little bit more. And then I said, why don't you ask your mum and see what she says? And her mum was like, no, 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 don't be silly. Like, why would you do that? Like, we're coming around, we know what to expect, we know what we're going to eat. And that's, you know, that for me made me feel amazing because it confirmed that people are happy to do it. You know, they might joke about it and they might rib you about it, but at the end of the day, you know, they're happy to, you know, it's one meal, like once exactly. every couple of weeks it's, it's not going to actually make a, a massive effect on you is it?
0: No I think people are so happy to do it like whenever we go round to my sister's or she'll come to mine I we always eat vegan and she absolutely loves it because she just experiments with those different dishes that she never would have done before I um we went around recently and she made aubergine meatballs and it was the first time I've ever, ever had them either. And so she's given me the recipe and she's not even vegan and we absolutely love them. And she's got all her token vegan recipes now, which she makes all the time, whether she's with me or she isn't. Um, and she's loved it. So yeah.
1: I feel like people get bored when you're cooking non-vegan food. I think yeah. that, that for me was the, the thing I love. and I still love the most about being vegan was that I can't just... You know, my staple back in the day was make some pasta, put some tuna in it, and I've got my protein, I've got my carbs, it tastes nice. You know, I'd make like a tomato sauce and put the tuna in. But now I can't do that. I've got to think outside the box. I've got to think about everything that I'm eating. And one, it stops me eating junk food a lot of the time because I can't just go and pick up like a Mars bar or whatever from a shop. But two, it also, you know, we sit down now on a Sunday or a Monday morning and just say, right, these are the meals we're going to have throughout the week these are the ingredients we need to get that's an enjoyable thing for us because then we're always thinking you know where are we getting our like protein are we eating too much pasta is it got too much rice what can we chop and change and for me it's it's my most enjoyable task but I love cooking and I don't do the shopping so (laughs) it makes it even (laughs) easier when when Tammy goes and does the shopping but yeah I think it's great for people to experiment with their food and who would have ever eaten jackfruit before being vegan I don't even really like it but You know, you've got a fruit that you can turn into like a meat, like a pulled pork from a fruit. Stuff like that, for me, blows my mind. And the more that we go on with it, you know, the years go by and people are making tuna out of watermelon and salmon out of carrots and, you know... It, it's, it's fucking wild to me. I find it amazing. I, I love it as well. I love seeing what people do and I love being, being creative.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think living with vegan people, whether you've been vegan for a while or not, it's again, showing people that vegan food can be super simple. Like you can just have some jam on toast. You can eat super normal food. Like, bread. Like, that is vegan. You can eat all this really simple food and not have to be fancy, and not have to go and get these crazy weird ingredients you've never heard of. Like, you can get normal ingredients in your house, probably right now today, and create a vegan meal. Like, it's, you can do that.
1: And at the end of the day, you know, you as a vegan, you need to be able to compromise. You know, you'll get those types of people that don't want to eat with a friend who's eating beef, and they're only going to want to eat at vegan places, but you can't be like that. If you want to make it work, and you want to make it sustainable, and you want people around you to still be able to understand what it is that you're doing, you know, you've got to compromise with them. There's so many chain places now that are introducing vegan options. You know, you've got places like Wagamamas. You know, even like KFC. Not that you know, I, I don't suggest going and having a sit-down meal in a KFC, but you know, you can go there, and and there's there's something for everyone. And McDonald's is bringing out um, a, a vegan burger. I'm sure they'll mess it up somehow. I'm convinced they they'll do, they'll do something wrong, and it's not going to be vegan. But you know, it, it's coming more and more and more. But you need to also give a little bit back. You can't expect everyone else to change their lives for you. You've got to be a little bit more. Um, negotiable, you've got to compromise a little bit and it will all fall together, you know, people will understand and yeah, just don't don't shout at them for eating what they want to do you know, educate them and if they ask questions, give them the answers but try not to be that person forcing the ideas down people's throats because it's just, it's not the way to go about it.
0: Yeah, it will definitely put them off. I think that's thats a really good tip as well. Just, just I think both sides need to compromise a little bit. but um, like I had a friend, um, I went out for dinner with her and she asked me first if she was allowed to order meat and and that, that was that was like really touching and sweet but this at the same time I was like absolutely yes like this is my lifestyle decision you live your life I'll live mine I'm not going to get offended by any of that and I think that is really important with living or being friends or having family that are non-vegans it's both sides compromising and being able to have those open conversations about it so the things you don't feel comfortable about tell them the things they don't feel comfortable about make sure they tell you so you really have that open dialogue so you can understand you know what each other thinks except what each other doesn't and then if you are gonna clash then just have a debate about it have a debate we all have a good debate sometimes make sure it doesn't get too heated and turn into an argument but i think it's good to have debates we all we all have differing opinions and that's fine like don't don't scare away from that and don't expect everyone to have the same opinion as you and think veganism is great because Not everyone's going to think veganism is great, and that is fine as well. You don't need to force them to think it's great, but you can definitely have your say and, you know, advise and educate and do whatever, but you can't expect everyone to be on your page about it.
1: I mean, in terms of my top tip for helping people overcome the issues surrounding going vegan and, you know, how their friends and family are going to support them on it, is to just be kind of inclusive Imagine you were in their position, you know, put yourself in their shoes and say Your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad has decided to go vegan and maybe you don't want to imagine how that feels for them and try to Not feel too much I guess of the angst or the anguish that they may they maybe are feeling um they might put you under pressure and you might feel that level of, oh, God, I'm, I'm really trying to put these people out and it's really difficult for them. But be kind to them and accept that this is your choice, it's not their choice, and support that as well. So support them in it as much as you want them to support you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with that, Ben. However, I think you also need to remember that you're doing this for yourself. Um, You're not doing it necessarily for the people around you. So I think you need to have that real good balance in involving your friends, family and partner and also focusing on what's best for you. Um, so for example yep like what I said earlier kind of offer to cook a meal once or twice a week um, to kind of entice your family into loving vegan food Um, but also concentrate on having your own food and finding your favourite vegan products and your alternatives bringing your own kind of snacks into the house so your family don't need to worry about that finding restaurants or takeaways that you particularly love and not worrying too much about working around others Um, so yeah that is just finding that balance and that would be my top tip it could take a while. while to find that balance um but you will get there in the end um and your family will learn to adapt to it just as you will so super exciting stuff ben has got his girlfriend on and i've got my boyfriend on if you guys would like to introduce yourself first um and we're going to be interviewing the both of you about how it's like to live with both of us you
3: lucky guys
2: so lucky yeah um, yeah, so I'm I'm Callum. I'm Izzy's Izzy's boyfriend.
3: And I'm Tammy, I'm Ben's girlfriend.
2: <laughs> What's so funny about that?
3: People are not gonna believe I have a
1: girlfriend if you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, so we thought we thought, you know what would be amazing with this episode, you know, it was it was so such a passionate subject for us about talking about how our friends and our family reacted to us being vegan and, and what it's like to be with us. So as you say, you know, who better to talk through our vegan lives? than the people that we spend the most time with.
0: But Ben, we have a question we like to ask everyone at the start of our podcast. We've tweaked it a little bit today, um, so go for it.
1: That's very true, yeah, as Izzy says, the same question to all of our guests, but this one's a little bit different because actually we've got a vegetarian and we've got a non-vegan or vegetarian. So the question for you both, Callum, I'll start with you. Your death row meal, would it be vegan or non-vegan? It's gonna be
2: non-vegan, I'm Ooh. afraid to say. Oh, <laughs> Dump him them.
3: <laughs> you're
0: out. And Tammy, what would yours be? Would you choose vegan, non-vegan,
3: vegetarian? Get I... me that cheese.
0: <laughs> so it would kind of be like half vegan then, but just with some cheese on top. Is that what you're what you're saying?
3: Yeah. I mean, I can't I categorically cannot say that I'm vegan because I will get shot down for it.
1: Coin the term.
3: Cheegan. Cheegan. Che- cheegan. cheegan. Yeah, I'm Cheegan.
1: I think let's kick off Callum. I want to know more about you and I want to know more about what it's like being a non-vegan in Izzy's little vegan world. So how, how do you feel about her being vegan first and foremost?
2: Firstly, like when I first reacted to it, when she told me, I was very accommodating. Um, I kind of thought it wouldn't really affect me too much because my sister had already gone vegan and I lived with her for a year or so before Izzy turned vegan. It was actually about six months. And when my sister started, first became vegan, I was more reactive to it because I didn't know much about it at all. Um, so that's when I kind of got it out of my system. But now when Izzy announced to me that she was going to go vegan, uh, having not weren't living together at the time, so it really wasn't an issue for me. I was just thought, you know what, you do you. I'll learn a bit out, about it from it. Um, and yeah, I, I've kind of learned more. And I feel like I'm in a position now where I know a fair fairly good amount about veganism to not have much of a shocked reaction to certain things.
0: Yeah, so Tamara or Tammy, if I can call you Tammy. Of course. Um, How do you feel about Ben being vegan and...
3: Yeah, I mean, when we first met, um, like on our first date he told me that he was vegan and I, like it didn't bother me at all. I didn't think much about it. And um, when he started to like cook for me, I really enjoyed it and I just thought, mm, you know, cause I'm vegetarian. Um, I was vegan for a year or just over. Um, so when he started to cook for me, I was like, wow, this is like really easy. Like I didn't realize how many things were vegan and what you could do with all different foods to make them like so yummy and filling and enjoyable. Um, so I was without hesitation, like gave up meat, like, I don't like the taste of it anyway so for me it wasn't a hard thing to do um so yeah I found it I found it easy and you know I'm really not fussy so I'll eat anything (laughs) and
1: and some something that comes up a lot with with Tammy and myself is when we want to go out for dinner it's always always an argument always oh you know we want to go somewhere we want to do something and we even talked about it a few days ago and you know, she said, oh, it would just be a little bit easier sometimes if you just weren't vegan or if you didn't care that much. Cal, do you have the same sort of feeling like, you know, you're trying to go out to eat and you think, oh, wouldn't this just be such a doddle if we could just go to literally the, the cafe next door and just have something to eat?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, as um, as Tammy said, like, I'm not vegetarian, but I'm somewhat vegetarian in a sense that I will only ever eat meat when I'm out. Uh, the only thing I really cook in the house is fish. Um But yeah like with restaurants and things there's always restaurants that i'm really keen on going to um that i have the kind of like preference to go to maybe um whether it be kind of really nice pasta restaurants which literally only have fresh egg pasta um or uh things that don't necessarily have that many vegan options to justify he going there with me to spend the money that it would be for a vegan alternative, because it's not what they're specialised in. Um, but I mean, we always, we always strike a balance. And if I want to go somewhere, I'll, I'll go with my friends or um, I'll go with my family or whatever. Um, so there's always, there's always a solution to it. So it's not the end of the world. But of course there are places that I always do want to go to. Yeah.
1: I, I love that. You're like, oh, if if she can't come, I'll just go with someone else. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, like it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm formally world,
0: uninvited if if not, <laughs> yeah. but tell me it sounds like you've had like a super positive experience with it all and you've obviously dropped out eating meat. Did you feel any pressure from Ben around that or was it very much your own
3: decision? It was very much my own decision, to be honest. Um I've tried to go vegetarian in the past like quite a few times like oh, like New Year's resolution, I'm going to be vegetarian and I'd like stick on a ravioli that had beef in it and like not realize um so it was i think ben helped me massively because he he like guided me throughout he really helped me and gave me like the tools and showed me what to use and you know how to cook tofu i'd never cooked tofu beforehand i'd eaten it and enjoyed it but i'd never actually cooked with it um so it was really quite an easy transition for me and I never felt like I craved anything afterwards um, except for cheese, which is why, I mean, I say I'm vegetarian, but all I eat, I eat completely vegan and then I have like a bit of cheese here and there. Um, every night I do plan meals around cheese sometimes, can't kind of, like it's an absolute addiction of mine. Um, but I'm not going to sit there with a cheese board. It's very boring cheddar parmesan
2: mozzarella so i'm sorry i'm gonna jump in question to you tammy because i have the similar sort of thing like with with cheese i'm very much the same but i could not have it for ages but then as soon as i open that pandora's box of getting it once from a shop i will then buy it consistently for months on end um but then i i, I won't do it again it will stop and i won't do it for another month or so so it's, it's kind of similar.
3: It does come in waves. I know what you mean. I feel like I'm on a huge wave at the moment and it's just a very consistent one. <laughs> but it's I a do. tsunami. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, um. I love it. I just absolutely love it. But, you know, I haven't drunk cow's milk in over six or seven years. Um, so I've always had milk alternatives just because I don't like the taste. To me, it smells off all the time. Um. And, yeah, it's, like, the same with, like, meat and stuff. I didn't like the taste. Like, the look of it makes me feel sick. It smells like flesh.
0: Well, it's nice that there was you didn't feel any pressure because I think that's something that Ben and I speak about a lot, so that's why I kind of asked you that question, if you kind of felt any indirect pressure or anything like that because I always check myself as well and make sure that I'm not putting any any pressure by accident onto Cal, um, because I just don't want to do that. I want it to be very much, I have made the decision, I'm eating what I want to eat. You make your own decisions. I don't want to accidentally pressurize you into doing something because I'm the one who's always cooking. If you want to bring anything into our flat that you want to cook, fine. But we kind of just, we didn't make a decision, but Cal just doesn't have meat in the flat. He'll just kind of have tuna or as you say, like cheese. He does have milk in his tea still um but it was never anything that I pressurized him into doing and I think that's what's really important
1: yeah I think if I'm being honest like Tammy obviously you know you said that you were vegan for like a year I think when you I don't want to use the term transition because I think it has other annotations but when you transitioned back to like vegetarianism I think at the start Relapsed. I probably yeah relapse that's the best way of <laughs> looking at it when you relapse to vegetarianism and you know there was a bit of cheese here and uh, a bit of cheese there I probably threw a little bit of shade your way and I was just like mm-hmm, I see how it is here comes the cheese but you know now you know we're, we're about a year into it I'm like oh baby can I can I grate the cheese for you so you're just happy and I just want to make sure you're <laughs> happy so yeah He's I like,
3: think like, do probably... you want cheddar or parmesan or both and I'm like grate both <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's nice. That's nice that there's no pressure because I think a lot of people do worry that I think obviously we're in veganry some people might be wanting to go vegan but their their partner or their parent that they live with or their siblings won't be accommodating of it. Um so it's nice to know that you know everyone's accommodating.
1: Yeah, I think it just makes everyone's life a little bit easier, doesn't it? And you know there's there's no need to have uh yeah, excuse the pun, but like beef around what other people are eating and you know we've said it before it's it's always someone else's choice and um as you guys both said i think we've probably actively between izzy and myself opened your eyes to a different way of eating and a different way of trying things and and that's what it's all about for people at home you know your partner might not want to go vegan with you but you can at least teach them new things and you know you will definitely start incorporating these meals into their diets which is you know it's 100 percent a positive you're, you're not going to get someone necessarily as i say going 100 percent vegan but you will influence them and that's what it's all about so i think obviously Cal, from your experience you know again you touched on the fact that you're not vegan and you know you guys have this amazing balance but what would your advice be to couples that are maybe struggling a little bit more and not even just couples i guess you know families as well and friends that are
2: struggling to find that balance? So I think the main thing is compromise. It sounds like a relationship counselling thing, but compromise is like the same of everything, isn't it? But at the same time, as long as they're not being pushy and you're not holding back too much, I think it'll be all right. The reason it works so well with Izzy and I is because I'm not a sort of person who's going to be sort of a closed book in terms of taking on new ideas and new information you know um so yeah that would be the main thing um for me i'm always open to change and i don't hate change so again that's another positive i don't mind that too much um, and i think what the compromise that we found i think this might help people but what we found worked really well is the rest of the day i do my thing food wise breakfast and lunch Um, And then when it comes to dinner, because we're both cooking, because we live with each other, we're cooking the same meals. It's always vegan. And unless we get like a takeaway or eat out, it's always going to be vegan because we're not going to cook two separate things. The only thing that might change, as Tammy said, is you put cheese on your pasta or something, you know. Um, Apart from that, there's no real reason to cook something different. And you use that as a, a bridge to kind of learn new ideas and learn new things in regards to eating. If you're a picky to let's say use it as an, as a sort of a chance to kind of learn about different food because I know so many people that wouldn't even dare to think about veganism
0: yeah, and you cook a lot of vegan food now yeah. as well it's not just me that's cooking the vegan sure. food every night anymore like it was very much like well not fifty fifty but
2: no nah, it's probably eighty twenty yeah um but still, it's, it's one of these things, you know, I think it's all about learning new ideas and, and being open to learn. And if you can't open your mind enough to learn what your partner is eating... Then you really need to take a look at yourself because it is food at the end of the day. Like yeah,
0: no, Carl. I think I a hundred percent agree with you on that one. Um, you do just you do have to meet in the middle a lot with it. Um, do you agree with that, Tammy, or do you have like another tip from your experience of how how you survive living with Ben's
3: vegan kitchen? Well, to be honest with you, I can't lie. Before I met Ben. I held my hands up I was quite a fussy eater and I'd eat a lot of the same things because I knew I liked them and it was very safe like if I was getting a takeaway I'd get the same thing I wouldn't even try but getting anything else like if it was an Indian takeaway I'd always get chicken tikka with plain rice it would be like a very plain thing but now since being with Ben I eat literally everything like every vegetable like there are very few things I don't like, and if I don't like them, I will try them and try them again.
1: This girl did not eat avocado, and I was like, how can you not like avocado? I was like, just keep eating this bloody thing, and then you're gonna like it. And now, Tamara Fisher, do you like avocado?
0: I love a cheeky avocado. Callum Goddard, do you like avocado?
2: Um, negative, I'm not a huge fan. Um, I think for me, it's the texture of, of all things um, that I don't like, but the, the, right the thing that really annoys me is how vegan people say it's like nature's butter or some shit like that oh you're, you're you you hang on you you come on you come on our show and you're coming for us you're calling Co- for not us. coming for you because i see how it is um no I, I i've heard some people say it it really annoys me because you, you're trying to compare because even butter, i don't eat normal butter really because there's no need to buy two i just have vegan spread but that would be butter in my opinion. You can't just say um, avo- avocado for me is a very, very hit and miss thing. Sometimes I'll like it and things. Sometimes like guacamole, like the place we went to the other day did fresh guacamole and it was amazing.
0: So so avocados aside, Tammy, are you very happy living with Ben, being with your
3: partner who is vegan? Yeah, it works, it, you know what it works? It works great. It just, it just works and actually I'm a lot happier. I'm much more open to eating different things and trying different things. And he's like, come on, try it. You might like it, you might like it. So actually it's really opened my eyes and I eat foods now regularly that I would never have dreamed of eating like four years ago.
0: There Uh, we go. I
3: just, I feel healthier, like gut wise.
0: Amazing, so you heard it here first, guys. Tammy is very happy with Ben's Vegan Kitchen being vegan. Very
1: happy. Yeah, And Callum, obviously same question for you has your life improved are you happier are you more satisfied in your food relationship i don't want to talk about your actual relationship your (laughs) food relationship
2: with absolutely absolutely the only thing i'm gonna say is a negative but it's not a negative because it is positive and it's opened my eyes it I, i obviously have opened my eyes to the whole meat industry and the dairy industry is like the negatives of it um and the one uh, meat I cannot eat categorically is pork now as a result and um, I absolutely loved chorizo and things like that and that's the one thing that I was like oh, I still see it and I'm like I wish I could bring myself to eat that but I just can't um, have so you that- had any vegan pork substitutes that you rate any bacon, yeah, any chorizo? No, or I've I've had I've had really good bacon's and really good sausages. You love Richmond but, um, sausages. The Richmond, well, they just taste like normal Richmond's because Richmond sausages were full of shit anyway. So, <laughs> um, sorry, don't mean to like slander them. But do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So if if I could um, summarize it, I think I've it's it's so much for the better. Um, I've I've learned so much more and I've tried food at restaurants that I wouldn't have gone to if I wasn't with a vegan thank you for listening
1: this week it was great to chat to cal and tammy about what they've learned about veganism since living with us
0: yeah not only that but also how it's affected their food habits day to day but we promise there has been no brainwashing here
1: this show was produced and edited by callum goddard moklow for apricot audio and we'll be back next week with another episode for you but in the meantime please remember to rate review and subscribe to the podcast available on all podcast platforms such as apple spotify and acast
0: and if you want to keep up to date with all the latest happenings then remember to follow us both on instagram at izzy the vegan and at ben's vegan kitchen
1: we'll see you next week
0: see you later